Hey everyone and welcome to Project Esports for December 2nd, 2019. As always, my name is Andrew Nimsgarten and alongside me are the best two co-hosts around, Dylan Beal and James Graham. How are you guys doing today? Uh, I was about to say no I, answers. I'm like, I got mixed feelings today, man. I was in a car yeah. accident, like... The show is gonna be weird. Like it's it's gonna be a very meme day for sure. It's gonna be meme. Every day is a meme day over here on Project Esports because if you do not know, usually we talk about esports each and every week over on twitch.tv slash popped off for around an hour and just give you a whole lot of opinion with a little bit of context. But we do have an announcement tonight that is gonna change up things a little bit. And I guess we should really jump into this right away because there's no really way to lead into it we've kind of made quick mentions to it here and there but we've been ominous we've been ominous about we've it. been very ominous about it because i love it that's just who we are but going into 2020 um really actually we have about a couple more weeks here but project esports will be going on a hiatus taking a break whatever you want to call it just because life's kind of crazy for a lot of us right now so many of us have made big changes and i'll let each one of us kind of go into each one of them i don't have that big of a news but the show is 100 percent returning at some point we just don't know when and it's just because of all of us having different directories in life these next couple of months that dylan would be gone for a couple of months james would be gone for a couple of months and i'd just kind of be left here all alone so we're just deciding that instead of Doing that and putting a lot of stress on each one of us individually, we're just going to step back, take a break, and then come back at some point in 2020 with a bunch of big changes, reworking the show a little bit, because that's kind of what started all this. We wanted to rework the show and turn it into something more that we know you guys love. Um, and then we kind of talked about a little bit more of what our timelines are going to be, and we're like, actually, we should take a little break. <laughs> um, and we're still continuing with Popped Off. We're still continuing with the Class 1 Day podcast each and every week. We pre-record that, so that makes it so much easier for us, which is really why we're able to continue on with that. So you'll still be able to get some of us each and every week with our My Hero Academia watch-along, but Project Esports will be taking a short break until we do a return in 2020. Part of it is because I'm just so much busier now um, due to moving across the country, working a new job, helping out with other projects and all that kind of stuff. It's just a lot of it that I'm not going to be at the point where I can handle both of them being gone at certain points next year. So that's one chunk of it. But Dylan, I think you have the most excited news out of all of us. If you want to share what you'll be doing going into 2020. Yeah. So uh, in 2020, um, your boy is going to be moving out to LA. Um, some very exciting news that uh, I'm going to be working at Riot Games, which is pretty exciting. I'm very excited about it. Uh, just because gaming and esports have been, you know, super, super close to my heart. So it's very cool to be working for a big company like that. Um, but I guess the biggest thing is just going to be figuring out how that fits in with the show. Um, I guess just because, you know, I'm always loud and outspoken about, about a lot of things. Um, but I just need to figure out how that works um, with, like, where I'm at in life now. Um, just because, obviously, like, there is inherently some bias that's going to be happening you know, basically immediately there's going to be bias. Um, so I just need to figure out what that looks like exactly just so, you know, I can make sure I give you the hottest takes I possibly can. Whether that uh -huh. means uh, changing things around a little bit, whether that means Andrew puts a little screen over me um, every <laughs> once in a while that just says, like, uh, you know, this boy's temporarily blocked. Um, I, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out in due time. But um, that's mostly the, the reason why I'm going to be needing to take a little bit of a break. Yeah, and again... Me and Dylan's schedules don't line up, and we're in the same time zone, and that's not accounting for James' schedule. That is four hours. Yeah. We'd have to push the show even later, and I know a lot of our people that watch live, especially, 
watch it late enough already. So we felt like pushing it back another two hours would be a lot to ask and it'd be really screwing with James' sleep schedule. So even if what James is going to be doing soon wasn't happening, it'd still be very hard with just what me and Dylan are doing. Yeah, so uh, in actually this week on the on the 5th, I'm going to do my aptitude test to join the Canadian military. Uh, I'm going into the military as a medical technician. Um, they're in pretty high demand right now. And like anything with the military, uh, I don't know where I'm going to end up. I could like, I'm going to try and swing it that I get posted to somewhere like Alberta. So I'm actually closer to the boys in both time zone and, you know, geography. So, you know, the, uh, the actual meetup in person can actually happen. So uh, yeah, but of course, um, with any military process, that means basic, that means training. Um, I found out that actually my training is a pretty cushy gig because I'm going in as a specialized like member of uh, like a civilian member because I already have the training myself. So it makes it pretty cushy for me. So that means some new gear for your boy. I'm pretty happy. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what's going on with me. It's definitely going to take me out of commission for a couple months. So yeah. So yeah. So as you can see, all three of us are doing incredibly cool things. We're all incredibly happy with where we're going. It just doesn't work out to continually <laughs> do a esports podcast each and every week when we're pretty much spread out across the North America. So that makes it a little hard. So we wanted to take a step back and come back to it when we can. This is 100 something. We're, we're all still passionate. I think we've dropped off a little bit in these last couple of weeks because we knew this was coming. We wanted to rebrand. So we want to come back in 2020 stronger than ever, having more ideas and all that kind of stuff. We'll still be memeing the Discord. We're still doing all that stuff like we're not going anywhere just the weekly show is stepping away from now and we'll still continue to try to do other content like me and dylan we're going to be hanging out together around new years we'll be close to each other and going to esports events and stuff like that like there will still be stuff like that you still get us and we're still all going to hang out us three so it's not totally gone just the show is temporary taking a break aka a hiatus so we wanted to get that out right away and with that we know a lot of you aren't going to want to care to hear us talk about esports news a ton for the next <laughs> couple of weeks. We're going to be wrapping this up in December. We might do an episode of pre-recorded and all that kind of stuff to kind of round out the year, but we're wrapping it up in what we originally planned. Our last live show will be on the 16th, but we'll do two more weeks. And this is just a slow week, so we might talk esports the next two weeks. Or if you just want us to keep just doing whatever, we'll halfway do whatever. But today <laughs> we have a little bit of esports, but then we're just going to talk about video games. We're going to talk anime. We're just going to talk all that kind of stuff. We're just going to hang out with anyone in chat. We're just going to try to have fun and be as much of us as possible since we have to make up for the couple of months we'll be missing next year. So we have to get an extra dose of us. And this is pretty much what a pre and post show is normally. So we're just going to yeah. bring that into the normal show with a little bit of esports, a little bit of random shit, and just pretty much trying to have as fun as possible to kind of bring that out before we step away for a bit. Yeah, I feel like this is something our like our our audio listeners have kind of been robbed of a last like I mean they've gotten uh, an idea of what we're like like pre and post show, but I mean like I don't know they've never been able to really experience it. So I think like I don't know, man, audio listeners, you guys deserve this. Rob, this is for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and again, thank you. Like, again, we're not going away. We're coming back. But then thank you who supported us last two years. I mean, we went pretty much two years consecutively doing an episode almost every single week. We only missed a couple here and there, piece of holidays and all that kind of stuff. And it's incredible that we made it that way after meeting off of Reddit, doing a couple of horrible episodes, and then trying to get the groove. So it's been really fun. So thank you to everyone that's hung out in Discord and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's not a goodbye, but it's a thank you to everything that got us to where we are now. 
So I actually went back recently um, and listened to that first episode. Oh no! Um, because I, I was on Spotify and like I was looking at our thing and it says something crazy like hundred and like like a hundred and whatever episodes like 120 something right i'm like man that's a lot of episodes and i clicked on the the, the date button to show when the first one happened and i listened to it and i was just like oh my goodness well we all sound different james is like is even more scuffed than than normal there's like a ton of like creaking and like background noise in mine it's oh it's, rough. it's a rough listen but it's it's it was a good it's a good meme it makes, I mean, me wonder how any, it makes me wonder how anybody like started listening to us to begin I, with. You know? Fun fact, no one listened to us back then. <laughs> yeah. No one did listen to us. We downloaded it. Four other people downloaded it each week, and that's that. So no one did listen to it until we got 10 episodes in and started figuring out a couple things, getting a little bit of a flow. But show's a lot different. We were a lot different back then. So it's crazy to think it's been almost two years now already. That was when I was still, I knew nothing about esports. You guys were pretty much teaching me everything I knew every single episode, making fun of me, even back then, and still not much has changed. Um, yeah, yeah, man, holy crap. But yeah, so let's get to our little bit of esports news that we have um, before we just kind of jump into whatever else. We have a couple of random topics, and anyone in chat that wants to talk about things, we can do that as well. But the yeah, two things we do want to talk about is first, um, well, the two things we're going to talk about is chips are getting signed by Fusion and just what the hell's going on with that. And then Dylan's new company and the lawsuit that they finally um, finalized. <laughs> so this is the last time you get to talk about them before you're legally started working for them. Yeah, so seriously. this is your last chance to pop off. So we expect the truth from that. But um, yeah, so James, you were the one that kind of brought up Chipsa. Yeah, I brought up bit. Chipsa because of someone, because I saw a ton of Twitter backlash and like, Usually when you see a ton of Twitter backlash, it means like one or two things. They did something sketchy, like they fed their cat vodka or like Or let their dog eat them out. Or that was a that was a that was weird, a weird video. That was Those a videos were so weird. Yeah, it was a risky click of the day and I it, it, it stayed risky. Like <laughs> I mean, like uh but yeah, no, so I like I actually brought it up because I was hoping like me and Dylan like don't really know chips are that well. We weren't really too super familiar with them um kate who's usually like our overwatch expert isn't in the chat right now and she's we can usually just be like hey what's the deal but i brought it up basically to hear kind of andrew's feedback on like why i like why it was a thing again this is definitely something we could have just talked about like very briefly but i wanted to talk about it on the show because why the fuck not <laughs> yeah uh, so what kind of happened here is Chipsa, I don't know a ton about him, but what I've picked up and what I do know about him is he is a large Twitch streamer, one of the larger Overwatch Twitch streamers out there, especially now that a lot of them are signed by teams and all that kind of stuff. And he's pretty much been a Doom one trick recently. And a lot of people, first off, had issues with him being a Doom one trick because the Overwatch League changes metas often and you need to have a wide hero pool to really be a great player there. Um, secondly, he's not even the best Doom player out there. <laughs> Third... He's an acquired taste is the best way to say it. A lot like us, it takes a while for you to get into him. I say he's a little bit more toxic than we are and very much a questionable choice there. And then third, he has a family member on the coaching staff, which is yeah. already very questionable considering that there were better options than him. So kind of between all of that, there was a lot of questions. Everyone's, of course, denying, oh, it had nothing to do with them. He just did well in trials. But just the Overwatch community didn't like that. And even if that is the case... They're still not happy that other players that are much more deserving didn't get signed and pretty much say, hey, if you're an Overwatch streamer, you have a better chance to make an Overwatch League than someone that's actually really good. There we go. So okay. I, I guess the biggest thing for me is definitely the, you know, the connection already with someone on the team. 
uh, especially if it's like a family connection. Um, I think if they wanted to make this decision, they should have released like a joint statement from the coaching staff saying that they all wanted to bring him on something of that nature. Cause it just seems weird otherwise. And cause you know, it, it could be the case. Hey, I, I, we weren't in there whenever they're doing the trials or whatever, he could be, he could have done really well and the trials could have went super well. Um, and he could have communicated super well with all the people on there, but we don't know that. And I think, um, the fusion, not releasing like a joint statement from the coaching staff on their reasoning was a really bad choice. And I think it lacks a yeah. lot of foresight because I think they should understand a choice like him would be such a divisive one. And I think if you're going to release something so divisive like that, you absolutely need to, you know, kind of back up your reasoning a bit. Yeah, that makes that that to me makes total sense. I didn't know about like the the family member on the coaching staff because to me that like I mean that's an immediate red flag if it's not handled correctly with the PR. Um, and this and this is the this is the episode I can do it on. This is the episode where I can I can kind of voice my opinions a little bit. Uh, because like this to me, initially before I knew that was like, this is the Overwatch community being a bunch of esports snowflakes. I this was a tangent I went on. I think what was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday when we were. Yeah, recording. you just started popping off into something, and I just kind of zoned yeah. out. Yeah, Dude, well, we were like, like, James, this is this is a My Hero podcast. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? You guys, sir, this is, <laughs> <laughs> so this is a Wendy's. This is a Wendy's. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just got really pissed off because I mean, like, like everybody in the Overwatch community seems to be really upset with like stale metas, slow patches, all this shit, and they don't seem to realize that this esport didn't grow just had money thrown at it and it was made to work well and then the community gets really pissed off and they get really upset with how the show like you know how everything is turning out we have streamers who are apparently wondrix being signed because of family members you know shit like that we, we've had more sketchier stuff like i mean which we really chalked up to growing brains but like i mean the community just seems so irate all the time oh, for a esport that's like you know that was that didn't have a chance to grow you know what i mean well, this was just you not having the full information and this going was... on a rant like a true boomer. Dude, shut up. I am a doomer by classification. We've been through this. I'm like, I'm wearing black right now. Like... Every, 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 okay, everyone in esports wears all black. That's not even a thing anymore. Everyone know, in Dylan? esports dresses like they're like still in their emo phase. Like, I love it. I do it too. I wear nothing but black and white. Literally, my entire outfit today is black and white. Shoes included. Like, dude, we almost yeah, have the same, same, same sweater here. on. That's we almost funny, all look. Yeah, <laughs> we're all wearing black and white. Like, it's grayscale, dude. It is the esports look. Um, the Doomer trio. Yeah, but yeah. except for yeah. Andrew's too. Andrew's too young to be a Doomer. I'm a he's Zoomer. Still a, he's a Zoomer. We've made that clear. Um, but yeah, so it's it's something. I, I agree. Overwatch community does get worked up sometimes. But at the same time, this was a questionable one. So this is this. I think this is a definitely a thing that's just like, come on, boys. Like you, like. Like, like a lot of PR people come from other esports, or they come from other, like they come from other backgrounds where you you would think these program like these problems through normally, right? So it, it makes me wonder why these things slip through the cracks, and nobody thinks of like, oh shit, maybe we're gonna get some backlash, right? Yeah, no, I agree. Speaking of another company that did something incredibly stupid and has a lot yeah, of backlash, Dylan's. <laughs> they're, they're they're no longer in trouble. They're moving forward. I'll give them that. Yep. They've made some hires. They are paying out $10 million in fines. $6.4 million of that will go to a pool of every single woman that has worked at Riot since 2014, whether they're still employed or have left. Unless they took any leave of absence or similar 
during the time of the investigation was happening, they will be excluded. So mm. good job, but I don't know what's going on, Dylan. Good job with an asterisk, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a, this is putting you to your test. Let's <laughs> yeah, see how you handle. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say like it almost doesn't matter what I say because I have inherent bias now. Um, but yeah. this is a good thing. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't really say anything on you know settling settling on something. But I mean, it's over now. Um, they made a really good. Um, I forget her actual title, um, but she is chief diversity officer, I think. Something like I that, yeah. That, yeah. I, I remember we talked her. about that hire after this all happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they made that hire, and it was wonderful. And I think that's really great. I've heard nothing but good things um, that she's been doing. And then, you know, paying out people is is good. People are going to get paid. And, you know, I, I, I think uh, some sort of compensation for people who um, may have been wronged is a good thing. I think that's a really good thing. And I think it's a good way to move forward. Um, I, like I said, unfortunately, I don't have anything really to pop off about this. No, yeah, there's really not yeah. much. This was just like, hey, Dylan's working here yeah, now. Just, they okay, paid ten yeah. million dollars for being sexist. Great. <laughs> I, I'm in the, I'm in the good time. I, I'm joining in the good times. Yeah, you are. You're, you're, you're yeah. Or you're, you're uh, gonna come in and just become a total bro. Bro culture's still there. Oh, you're gonna dude. come back on the podcast in four months with a polo on, drinking a PBR. Maybe and I'm just gonna act like you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't we wear polos. I don't wear polos, and yes, I, I just because I pledge does not mean I. Yeah. Just because I pledged, dude, he's gonna come back looking like bro science, man. Like I don't even know who that is. You don't know? Oh, you are missing out if you've never watched bro science. Like even as somebody who like doesn't go to the gym, doesn't like work out often, like you'll appreciate it. It's so good. Well, I appreciate how heavy are the dumbbells you weigh, which is all about lifting. Oh god, Dude, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back shredded. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna come Dylan, back. I'm gonna be wide as hell. Please, wide. Boy. I want nothing more. I want to like when we're doing like class one A. I wanted to stop recording with cameras and just not look at you for six months and then just see your transformation into whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. You want. I'm gonna come back and you're be like, oh Dylan, can you zoom out your camera? Did you zoom it in? I'll be like, no, this is me now. I'm gonna be taking up the whole. <laughs> T-shirt that's a... way too tight. <laughs> drunk uh, on a Saturday morning, just crushing PBR. <laughs> no, or White Claws. That's the only two things you're allowed to drink as a frat boy. Or White Claws, yeah, exactly. No, no. so so PBR was never the, the frat boy drink. It's the white trash drink. A, yeah, I drink PBR. I like oh, God, I didn't know you actually drink. Na- I forgot Natty you was, actually. is the frat I dr- drink. I drink PBR. Natterdays? That's good shit. Just no, saying. Natterdays? It's not. Oh, it's so good. Um, but yeah, so let's just move into the list of things. I mean, I guess we can kind of jump around whatever one we want. The first yeah. one I want to do, um, is, is SAO? no, it's going out of order. That's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> we are having the argument of why SAO is a good anime today, but I'm curious, just kind of off the top of your head. We don't have to dive into this too quick. Cause I can't put any right before the show, but there is a company out there called boss, um, boss battle, battle books. Boss. Yeah. Battle Boss books, whatever. I think it's I think it's Battle Boss books. Yeah, they do. Every like each author gets to write about one book that they think they're like kind of an expert on, what they're incredibly passionate about, it had a huge impact on them. They kind of go through the history, talk about what it means to them and the community and all that kind of stuff. So if you you guys had to write a book on an individual video game, which would it be and why? Dylan, you go ahead. You start, buddy. Um, this is easy. Um, I would write one about Life is Strange. It is absolutely my favorite game. 
Really? Um, I have some of the best memories with it. Um, I think it's such an interesting setting. Music is like top notch for it. Um, it's great. I think it's really good. And I think it was a very surprising game. It came out of a studio that wasn't super big, uh, Don't Nod. Um, and I don't know, it was, it was great. And I think they did um, episodic games very well. Um, I remember whenever I played it, it was the summer. Um, I was in I was in college, and I would say about half my friends were out on internships and stuff like that. And I was stuck in my college town. It was hot. It was humid, um, and I just hung out in one of my friends' house. Um, it was no AC in it, and every time a new episode came out, um, well, no, no, sorry, not every time a new episode came out. Um, some of them were out, but once a week we would go to his place and we would play it all together there was like five of us so someone would drive and we'd all basically watch along with it and like kind of backseat game and it was probably my the greatest gaming experience i've ever had because uh, we were all super invested into it it was like a movie or a tv show that we were watching weekly except we were invested into it because we were playing it mm -hmm. it was great and i really liked it i i really like the um like the north northwest um, you know, like Seattle, uh, Portland, Oregon kind of vibes. I really like that. Um, it had like a, you know, kind of like, I guess like a flannel lens um, is how a I would describe flannel it. flannel lens? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I really liked all the music into, in, in the game too. Um, it was cool. And it had like a, a sm very small, interesting mechanic, um, like the whole time thing. And I loved it. It was great. And I think I played through that game at least three times. Um, so once there and twice on my own, and damn, it holds up. It's just, it's just great. It's not a perfect game by any means, but I think it's probably my favorite. That's a pretty good reason, James. I think yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna know what yours is though. You actually aren't because the, the, I think the expected answer for me would either be World of Warcraft, it would be Warcraft Three, it would be League of Legends, it would be you know Rainbow, it would be any of these things that I'm, re I really truly follow, but none of them really. I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider myself like a subject matter expert on them. Um, there's definitely something I'm very passionate about, but I don't also don't think it really like melded my influence at all. I think the game that had, that I loved the most, that I had the most enjoyable memories playing that really, I think maybe even had an impact on some of my music tastes is a game called Road Rash 64. Road Rash 64 is a game where you either ride on like basically like a like a chopper style motorcycle or like a crotch rocket and you basically beat the shit out of each other while flying down the road and try and win the game right like trying to like and basically get to the finish line as quick as possible this game it was by thq back when they were good um it like the soundtrack was very like punk rocky very like motorhead almost um uh, which definitely don't aren't my like mainstay influences for, for music but they definitely like i was big into post hardcore big into screamo when i was younger right Doesn't and this definitely me. yeah right like i know but this definitely started it like this definitely started my like working way towards that and this game like i don't know man this game i knew every level i knew every shortcut i knew everything man and i just love like it didn't matter how many times i beat that game i literally kept going back to it and like maybe that was a kid thing but i went back i think i played it like maybe like a year ago and i was like this still holds up like this still is sick this mechanics are like it's pretty responsive i and I think that, like this, the thing that seals the deal for me is there's one cheat code that literally unlocks the entire game. Like it unlocks all the all the all the bikes, maps, whatever. I can still do it from memory, like without issue. It's the muscle memory is still there. And I think for me, like that probably like just finishes it for me. 
that's that's why the game is so like i don't know i think i could write a book on it were you expecting that were you expecting that no answer? i wasn't it was a good answer though look at look at all of us getting deep and dark into our old good memories and all that kind of stuff dylan <laughs> dylan's time with the boys james just screamo face i mean we learned so much um Mine, I, there's so many I want to say. I wanted to say Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle-Earth. Favorite RTS of all time. Um, I wanted to probably say Jack and Dexter. Probably one of my first games ever played from start to completion by the end and really first series I really got into. But I went with Mario 64 on the Nintendo 64. This is one of the <laughs> earliest games I ever remember playing. I remember sitting in my dad lap for a couple and I'm playing with my mom's but like this was always up in my grandma's this is still up in my grandma's and every single trip I go up there like five or six there's like five of cousins around my exact age we all sit around the Nintendo 64 taking turns handing it off playing through this game and the number of times I've beaten this game from start to finish is ridiculous I could probably sit down tomorrow beat the entire game in one sitting and know every single secret where every single star is it got my completionist it made me so much closer to my cousins it's where i fell in love with, like video games really like i wouldn't say it's something that like, i think about every single day but it's probably one of the earliest games that i remember having an impact on me that i still remember and want to play to this day and i still do go and play every so often when i go up and visit my grandma i'm not doing anything i'll pull off the 64 and still play through this stupid game even though I beat it a hundred times, I know every secret that can't deal with the music anymore, but I still <laughs> cannot get over it. Um, so yeah, that's not the answer I thought I was going to go with. I almost will pick Persona 5 even, but Mario 64 is. Now, I don't want to, I don't want to sit here and, and bash on you at all, Andrew, but I, I find this seems to be like a common theme between me and Dylan, but that is the most main character fucking origin story I've ever heard of in my goddamn life. Dude. What the yeah. fuck does that mean? Super Mario 64 is the like and now don't don't get me wrong the game is a masterpiece the game is absolutely a masterpiece I'm not gonna fault it at all but it it's just like it's the game it is the game of course it's gonna have the influence on the main character if we like are we dropping frames I think we're I feel like we're dropping frames yeah hard yeah but I think our audio is still fine though yes audio will be fine. Audio will be fine. Dropping okay, frames. for all our audio listens, you're lucky. We're fine. We're fine. But, fix and uh, post. Yeah, fix and post. Exactly right. Andrew will fix and post. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew's problem. <laughs> ah! I just what? got the conf. Like it was supposed to come on Wednesday. They emailed us saying it's not. I literally just got my confirmation for media for All Stars on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Oh, sick, oh, dude! God, that feels so fucking cool, guys. Hell like, I yeah. knew it was a guaranteed thing, because Dustin said, like, we already got the okay for it. But, oh, my God, that's so that's cool. Nice. Like, I've, wa I've wanted to go to, like, it is literally nothing but media, like, 50 other general piece of people, and then content creators and pro players. Like, that's literally well, the you, only people. The, the thing can only, like, have, like, a 1,000 people. Well, you realize now that, like, all other media stuff is easier for you now. Yes, you yeah. I know. I've got. I have media out. for this. I um have media for an event there. Like I'll be able to get media just about anywhere. And Dustin always said that 
no one ever comes to Las Vegas, so I already get like dexterity for all that kind of stuff. Not guaranteed, obviously. I don't want to be promising anything on air. But like he said, yeah, if no one else comes out, you're a freelancer. Um, so you get to come with sometimes. So, but God, that's so cool. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's lit, dude. Hey everyone, we had a little bit of stream issues. We're taking this offline to kind of finish up the show. We'll still talk a little bit about it. We'll kind of mash the two edges together. We still want to put something out just because obviously there was a big announcement. So it's not really a week where we just can't do that announcement. So we need to put something out there. So kind of a recap because we don't know exactly when the stream started having bad quality is we went through all of our Battle Boss books. I chose Mm -hmm. Super Mario. James, you chose. Road Rash 64. And Dylan. I chose Life is Strange. Um. We, I think we made it through a good chunk of that, so I don't want to spend the time going all the way back into that. James made fun of me for being a main character because I like Super <laughs> Mario 64, and apparently that's a very main character game. And why he was making fun of me, apparently I did a main character thing and got media acceptance for the All-Stars event for League of Legends this upcoming Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So that's super cool, but apparently I'm getting made fun of even doing that there. I have a question, though. Yes. Um, so you're doing media for it, um, but w- what outlet are you doing it for? Where can we keep up with your coverage so we can see what you're doing? So it will be for Dexterto. I am more or less going as just kind of like a handyman. I not plan to do any physical um, interviews or anything like that. I'm more here to help with the transcribing, recording, photography, all that kind of stuff. May do a couple of pieces. Who knows? Um, Dustin doesn't really seem to be one way or another about it. Dustin, U.S. head of content for Dexero, um, is allowing me to tag along with him as a freelancer. So I have no idea how it's going to go. I didn't request any interviews because um, I didn't feel like I was in a position to, and I don't know if I'd have so. So I'm going to try to get whatever I can. Otherwise, there's press conferences and things such as that. So I'll try to get a couple questions here and there, and I'll at least be able to talk about that on my uh the podcast next week and the experience I had with that is really where I'll do a lot of the content from would be kind of coming back and recapping how cool of an experience it was. But who knows? I might see an article on Dexero. If I if I get if I strike up the inspiration, I can just do something there too, I'm sure. There we go. There we go. You're going as a handyman, almost like a plumber, eh? Like perhaps in like What you know, the like, fuck? You know, like Mario. Oh, see. You see it? You get it? Because your because your most influential game was uh the Super Mario, dude. You're going like a... Like what, wait, a what, what is the name of the, the video game? Super Mario. Super Mario. 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 James. So, so I know. I just wanted to dunk on you a little bit because you kept uh, correcting my pronunciation. Oh, my God. Yes. Because apparently, apparently you say Mazda. Mazda. It's, it's Mazda and Mario, Mazda. not Mario and Mazda. Mazda. <laughs> it's, 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 it's Mario, dude. You ever see the movie Mario and Luigi? Yeah, Mario and Luigi. Yeah, no, Mario. Scarred for Mario anyone that's ever seen it. I feel mm-hmm. bad for anyone that's ever seen that movie. What? No, dude, it's a rite of passage. You have to watch that no, movie. it's so scary. It's so it's creepy. Yes. <laughs> the Goombas are actually terrifying in that movie. The entire thing is terrifying. But it's, Yeah, it's something else. All right. What um, do we want to talk about next? Do we want to talk about Fallen Order? Do we want to... Spoilers, at least. Okay, we can do that. So, so this is spoilers without spoiling anything. I promise everyone. Um, but something recently happened um, for a Black Friday sale. I think it was from Best Buy, um, but there was an article in Kotaku about it. Um, but it was for Fallen Order, it, the the new Star Wars. Well, game. It was a TV and spot. In the, it was a TV spot. Yeah, on what? during football. 
Yeah, and it spoiled Fallen Order. Like it spoiled. There's a big thing that it showed every single boss. One of the cooler moments of the thing, and then literally like one of the final scenes. They love one within the last five minutes of the game. Yeah, which is a big deal, and it, it got me really heated. And I was thinking about it because I was. I was I, I this is kind of going on in like the film community right now that people are talking about it that like they do this with films all the time. I hate like watching trailers now because it spoils the whole movie. It gives it does, it, 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 it gives you the whole movie. I'll totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, and it it sucks and that's what they're doing with Fallen Order right now and it's like I I mean we we like we we can either go into it or not go into like the Fallen Order a little bit but like it, it takes so much away from the game because like the game is all right it's 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 a good star wars game i'll leave it at that but like taking out all the like the really cool hype moments and because you've already seen it like takes away a lot from the game i think and it really sucks and i hope that we're not seeing a shift in the way that uh games are shown to people now um you know there's a lot of games i think that do this very well um so for instance death stranding right mm. um all the spots that they've ever showed from it is like in the first act of the game which it should be right like you should like the first act of the game with the occasional like maybe like a scene or two from something like maybe midway through i think that's real all you really should draw from you first five hours is tops if it's over 20 hours it should be no more than the first five hours of gameplay yeah i mean yeah totally reasonable yeah, but unless it, it's, it's unless it's like you know something that's like an rpg and then by all means have the raid boss in there you know what i mean like but i mean you don't see raid ra- ra- boss or you don't see mmos advertised anymore so well no and, and then with mmos it's kind of fine though because like i don't want to say you don't care about the story but like you already know what the story is the story is secondary to the game right like yeah because like you're about to do like ice crown citadel and you know like, you know you're going to kill arthas right yeah you know exactly. he's at the top like showing you fighting him isn't a spoiler really so yeah exactly but yeah it's just something got me really heated because um i don't know i've been picking up a lot of video games recently like trying to get back into playing a lot more um and i don't know i i really enjoy the game and it it just got me really heated to see that because this is a game worth checking out and i feel like they did a disservice to it and i don't know like i said it it comes off of like the film community talking about it too because it's a huge issue going on now and I don't know what the solution is besides don't do it. I guess I, I mean I guess yeah, don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah, because it's it's more of a nuanced discussion in in film because it's like all right, well, how do you do that? Marvel does a really good job because they actually put fake scenes in. Um, the uh, they either put fake scenes or they edit the scenes. Um, so really, I, know I didn't know that. I didn't know they they'll did. actually edit characters out of certain scenes because I know mm-hmm. I think in the first um, End Game. They like edited out some characters from a big. Yeah, fight. you can see the so clean, you... clear spaces and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> which, which is fine because yeah. I mean, at least you don't know who's there. But like, it's I think that's really cool, and that puts like that's a lot of soul. Like you're putting a lot of soul into your trailer there, and I like that. Um, and I I wish they would tweak things around a little bit to to do that with video games as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, especially with more story Especially a game as big as Star Wars. I don't feel like you need to spoil it to get people to buy it. Yeah, yeah just show some, like, really sick, like, lightsaber fights or something. Because, like, uh, to be fair, it is a really cool part of the game where you're just swinging around your lightsaber. And oh, you're yeah. just, you're just, like, doing... You're swinging around your lightsaber. <laughs> you're just, like, swinging around, you're rolling around. Or, like, even some of, like, the more parkour elements of the game where you're, like, running on walls and stuff. Just show those. And, like, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't really feel like 
because like Andrew was saying, they show all the bosses, and it's like, okay. well, there's not many. So <laughs> having them many, all yeah. shown is kind of a big no, deal. What they could have done, I think, is maybe shown like the main, like one year fights with like the main villains, yep. um, because you know, because I feel, feel like that's a little bit less spoilery. And then show some of the monster fights because you fight a lot of monsters in the game. Fuck I feel like that maybe frog. some. Of... You know exactly what frog I'm talking about. Yeah, the fucking frog. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I do know exactly. The first what 20 minutes about. of the game, there's an unbeatable frog, and it pisses it like... off everyone. Is yeah. it like the he... crab with the knife from Metal Gear? Like, no, it, it, it's a lot like the the bridge, uh, the bridge demon in Dark Souls. Um, the like one of the not the very first big boss you see. Because you end up skipping that one, but the like the first one you actually have to fight. Everyone who's played Dark Souls knows what I'm talking about. Right, right when you get to the meat of the game and you go up on that fucking bridge for the first time, and you're just like, I, I barely got here. I don't know how to kill that boss. This is impossible. It's like that where it just just okay. decks you every time. But I, I wish they would have just put that in there, or maybe the bounty hunter fights or something, because yeah. those are not story focused. Because they yeah. literally show like big spoilers and it's 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 very frustrating it's very very frustrating yeah i mean maybe after three months you can do that but it's still the yeah, first exactly. three months of the game where it takes Dude, it's people. like what is it it's the first what month like not even like yeah yeah, yeah and it's I, a christmas I, um... push they want you to buy it for christmas someone sees like oh that main character's in this game i know who that main character is they'll like little jimmy will like this game i gotta go buy it for him now little jibby oh yeah and and i actually saw this from a tweet from gene park he he writes for um the washington post um for their video game section um he's he's one of their writers and he was contacted by i think the narrative lead um of jedi fallen order and was like hey when you're reviewing this um it make sure you don't mention this this and this like basically all the beats that they showed in the trailer because they were like we want this these things to be a surprise and then just like they just they just said it in there so like i don't know what happened and what major disconnect but clearly they didn't get the actual team involved with it that's messed up man you can't do that shit like, yeah makes yeah, yeah. me heated yeah i'm not i'm not gonna finish the like what follows that but I, just gonna leave you heated. I know you did yeah but yeah so dylan um real quick just because i know this is a, a, a show that we can kind of say whatever on um I just sent a link to you in our Discord of another game that was very influential for me that I think you'll appreciate. For anybody who is listening, um, it is a game called Zone of the Enders. It's basically like, this is like may of what started me on this on top of Gundam Wing. On a new life. game came out in 2018. Yeah, it was probably... It, it got re... Oh, what? It got remastered? Yeah, it's a remaster. Oh, this... The second one looks a lot like Gundam versus except the single player experience. Yeah, of where it's like it's a lot of dashing around and stuff. Um, it's so this is super cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For any, for anybody who played this when they were younger, they'll definitely like like mean like I had to like look for an image of the game before I realized what the name was because I could not remember what the name was for the life of me. But the game is sick. The game is awesome. So, but yeah, yeah no, this, that... this looks very cool. Yeah. Oh, this, this looks is... so PlayStation One. Holy oh, super, crap! Super PlayStation One too, right? Even the even the remaster too. looks like a PlayStation One game. It just looks like a better one. But all oh, the quick the movement, the small arenas, kind of the little oh god, this yeah, just man. brings I'm back the lie, memories. Though, PlayStation One games, they a were lot good. Of them kind of hold up. They oh, hold yeah. up fairly yeah. fairly well. Oh, this game yeah. doesn't look bad. Like it look if like twenty bucks, I'd buy this. 
I mean, everyone still looks like three polygons, but like it's really not that bad. <laughs> as long as, it, as long better as it was... than Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> oh god, that game did not hold up. Well, uh, oh, yeah, so they're doing the remake of yeah, seven, when... right? Yeah, it's yeah. It's gonna be phenomenal. But, also, but also, the... Persona Five Royale, February twenty twenty. That no. February 20, 2022, 2, 0, 2, 0, 2, 0. Hell yes. Okay, go on. Enjoy playing another hour of that. Another hour? You mean another no, 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 150 sorry, 100 hours? hours? 100 hours. I put 80 hours into the game. I didn't even beat it. I am going to go. And this game's even longer. And I know what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna like fucking min max this game. Like, <laughs> it is min max. It is gonna be like a 300 hour game for me. I put 100 hours into Fire Emblem, a series I don't give much shits about. You Fire give Emblem, a shit about Fire Emblem, man. Three houses is really good. I'll never go back to an old one. I have something I need to announce. What? Get it off your chest, dog. I don't. Th- I don't. I don't think I like JRPGs. I'm That's gonna okay. say it. I don't think I like That's them. That's okay. That li- you literally scream like a JRPG boy. Like I don't, I just don't like them that much. That's okay, but I'm just saying that's who you are as a person, even if you yeah. don't like them. <laughs> I mean, I should be, I should, by all rights, I should love them, but I just don't. Have you played, um, have you played Dragon Quest, the new one? No, I've never you played should, a JRPG besides Fire Emblem. You should play the new Dragon Quest I mean, that's out personally. on the Switch. It's very, very good. Apparently, I've heard that it's amazing. It's coming from the guy who hates JRPGs. No, no, I've heard it. I heard it's actually amazing, and it's a very, very clean game. Mm. I know a lot would, of people. Were it would be, it would be a really good stepping stone from from that to like another JRPG that's less like intense. You know, I'd almost rather just not. And I'd just rather play Persona I, over yeah, and over I again. almost everything I've ever recommended for you, and everything I recommended to you that you, you liked. You end up liking and everything I've recommended to you that you actually followed through and watched and or played you liked. So go try yeah, no, Sword Art Online. No, Fuck okay. off. here we go. Here's the segue, people. Sword it Art wasn't Online. even a segue. That is just how the conversation flows. Uh, Alicization so, is a good anime. So wait, no, no, no. We need to give context. We need to give context and background because I'm for- not arguing for the show. I am no, arguing for the newest two seasons. Okay, but the newest two seasons, you need to watch the last no, three seasons don't. to even understand. Nope, well, they're all new I, characters. There's only the, one the character in the show that matters. Here's what I want to propose that I don't like about it, and I don't think it fixes this problem. I want to know, if I'm going to sit down and watch a show, I just don't want to just watch it for the sake of watching it. It. I don't like you, guys. I don't like the I don't know much. what that means. It, it, it's a it's a new i forget what the little translation but it's like a, a new world so it's like that it's the trope of where you either go into a video game and it's you know something or you get teleported to a, a fantasy world um and that's like the the it, sao invented it basically like okay. like they were right, like one of the first ones um but i don't like that trope i don't think it's interesting i don't think it's cool and and, and the problem i have is it all feels so done i've seen Person gets transported into a game a million times. What does the new season of SAO do that's interesting or cool? Like, wh- what does different. it bring to the table? Because if it's just season one of SAO but better, I'm not going to watch it. There's no point. It doesn't sell give us me on it. Sell us on it, Andrew. Besides saying, God, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was more prepared for defending, not for attacking. Yeah, um. <laughs> so, 
is Kirito is he is he a good main character? I think he's gotten better as time has gone on. He's okay, so much better in this start. one. But in the second season, we're six episodes in. Kirito isn't the main character so far. He is currently in a coma. So oh, he's not really another common trope. <laughs> I know, but he's obviously he's gonna come back later on the show. That's not that's not that's not the point. The point is they do a better job of world building and building a much more different world than Sword Art Online with different stakes. I hate all of the real real world implications. Those are still in this se- these seasons, and I'm not the a fan Assassin's of that. Assassin's Creed problem, yes. Yes, Assassin's <laughs> yeah. Creed problem. I agree. That's exactly what it is. But the you care about the characters a lot more. There's a lot less random character of the week that just tags along for the rest of the time. There's a few core main characters. There is actual decisions. There's actual consequences of their react of their actions, and it feels like it's all building towards something bigger rather than it's literally just monster of the week. It actually feels like it's building up towards one overarching solid story from start to finish, and season two is a repercussions of what happened in season one. But what's what's the point of that though? Like, sure, like it might have like overall ramifications, but why should I care about those ramifications? Well, like, like I said before, what does it bring to the table that's interesting? Or what does it bring to the table that's doing something new? Because, like, because e- e- you know, obviously we can say all, like, the meme stuff about it. But, like, I'm not actually interested in that. Because I like to watch things that have, like, a purpose to it. The only thing that, I guess, is doesn't have real purpose to it is romance animes. Uh, like, romance slice of lives. Hey, I like those just because it's, like, my guilty pleasure. Those have an impact. Those have an emotional support. No, no, no. Impact. But, like, not all of them. Like, I do watch some dumb ones. Like, some, a lot of them do have emotional stuff, but some of them are just dumb. But, like, like what? Let, let's say Dumbbells, right? Um, mm. How heavy are your dumbbells? That is, like, kind of a meme show, but I think that is super interesting because it brings interesting humor that's, like, very weird and very wild that's not usually in anime that often. Um, and it has a really interesting, like, theme on a slice of life it's like they're working out that's interesting that hasn't really been done before and i like the way it's executed what does sword art online do in its current form that's new and interesting or different like what what it what should i take away from this that's worthwhile watching or is it just a guilty pleasure for you because if you say it's a guilty pleasure i just enjoy it because like i like the characters and stuff like that and i like isekais i'd be like andrew that's totally fine you do you but if you're going to try to sell it you have to tell us what is cool and interesting about it. What does it do different? You're allowed to say it's a guilty pleasure, dude. It's a guilty genre. pleasure. It's 100 percent it a guilty pleasure. And that's fine. If you want to watch but your, it's a your good... incest animes, go for it. <laughs> but it's no longer incest anime. And if you even halfway enjoyed the first season, it is what it does there, but better, and it cuts out the bullshit. So it's a cooler world, it's better characters. It is a better story, and yes, there's some of that real-world implication stuff that no one likes, but that's pretty limited in both seasons, and it is just simply going through with a cool fantasy story from start to finish. Okay, so if if it does season one better, why don't I just watch ReZero? I don't know what that is. It's it's another thing. It's ReZero starting life in another world. It's like another isekai, but it's just... It's like the same kind of deal, but better. Or maybe no game, no life. Like what what I'm getting at is like, I'll just watch one of those, I guess. Even though like I do have an implicit bias because I don't like 
isekais very much. I, I don't think they're interesting. I hate them. I'm, I would say I borderline hate fantasy anime too. They're like usually poorly executed. You have to do something very interesting to like it. Like, uh, like Goblin Slayer. Goblin Slayer is like, it is like Goblin Slayer or like Berserk or something. You have to do something like crazy usually, for me to like it. Yeah, and do, do both Goblin Slayer and and Berserk do some crazy shit. And, and by that I mean you have to be like kind of dark for me to like it. Yeah, I mean now Demon Slayer is another one that I will defend. I will go with Andrew and say it's fantasy. It's oh, it's fantasy slash feudal Japan, which is also very you know very in a very common trope. Um, but it's also again, it's also you know pretty dark too, right? So I mean. I think it's another one that definitely holds up well, but yeah, like SAO, I like and like this is coming from somebody who tried SAO. I did try SAO. I got through a a, a decent, I'd say not a decent portion of the show because it's gone for like what now? What were we at Andrew? Like five seasons, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I made it through That's... like maybe maybe most of the first season, and it once it turned into this weird harem of just skip it. Every no, other dude. arc is good. It's one arc that ruined the show. If I could yeah. tell someone to watch it and say, just don't watch this arc, it literally has zero impact on the rest of the show. None of these characters are important from it. They're all characters brought over from fucking other arcs. It, it's a ten times better show. If you just cut out the one arc, it scares people away. I don't care. Yes, it's part of the show. I understand it's part of the show. But, like, people tell you not to watch things from other shows, too, and they accept it. Why can't they get over it for Sword Art Online? I, I don't think that's true for everything. I, I think if, if I give a recommendation for a show, I never go, this is a great show, but skip this thing. I yeah. never say that. Well, like, let's, use, let's use this for an example, which I did with you, Andrew, because I introduced you to a genre that is very uncommon. It's not very popular. Like Sports animes are not huge, but they do have like a pretty devout following. But when I introduced you to Kirk or No Basket, I didn't say skip x series i didn't say skip x arc i said watch the whole thing it's fucking amazing yes but those shows are all built to one thing sword art online is each season's its own show yep i mean that doesn't i, I wouldn't but say it's that not though because we we, but each... we we always talk about this though because you need to watch the previous season to understand that's one you on. don't that one you absolutely don't. It literally has zero impact besides introducing the sister who literally rarely comes up the other six seasons. It literally, if you do not watch it, you will not miss a heartbeat going into the next arc. Why, what I, why would I want to jump into a show that says nothing else matters into season six or it's whatever? It's like everyone says, it, it, it's kind of like the way of like, okay, just get through this one arc and it gets better. Everyone says with The Office, get through the first season, then the show's phenomenal. Wait, no, but you have to watch the first season to get like the like the context of everything, though. Okay, like, the first it, season's it's not really like, good. It's, yes, it's, it's, it's yes, it's, it's incest, like but it's only in there for like three minutes tops per like every two or three episodes. No, no, no. But what what I'm getting just at though is like. It. No, even even without that, it's not like I watched the entire first season. I was like on board. And I was like, "This is great. This is awesome." And then, spoiler alerts for you know, season one of Sao when he finally gets out of the game at the end. I wasn't in that. And that whole weird thing happened with his stepsister. I wasn't like, "Oh man, this is this is what ruined it for me." It was like, it was like I saw it and I was like, "Okay, that's kind of cool because I haven't seen this before." And then every other isekai came out, and I was like, "Oh, this is just better." And but that and that's my main thing with it. It's like season one was all right because it set the groundwork for this genre, and I thought it was kind of cool. I like conceptually the stuck in the game thing. The first time I've seen it, 
but it's been done to death. I've seen it a million times and I've seen it done fairly well before. So it's like, why? Why do I want to see him go into a video game again? Again? Yeah, why do I want to see him go into a video game again? Like, what's the point? I don't know. Why do I want to keep watching people cook this, like different dishes on Food Wars every single week? That's a good. It's like, cool. Because it's, it's, it's a guilty because, like, pleasure. Because it makes sense in sports animes, right? You know, because it's like the teams are getting better. The stakes are different. They're doing different things. It's the like, stakes cool. are different. They're overcoming, they're overcoming new problems. But like, what problem do I have to see that they're just going into the video games over and over and over again? It's it's the reason why I don't like any is isekai because like I start up a new show, brand new show, it's brand new, and the and the person goes into a video game, I turn it off. I <laughs> just closes the browser. This. I've seen it before. I don't want to watch it. You make me sad. <laughs> why do you have to be so mean to me? It's one of our last episodes. You couldn't just say, hey, you know what? <laughs> just lie to the entire audience and say, you know what, Andrew? You did a good job. I'm going to go give this new season a one-episode try. I, I'm, I'm very critical of, of things I like, and I like anime. And we haven't got But you a don't like me, apparently. We, <laughs> I'm critical you, you of you like because you. I love you, Andrew. <laughs> Aw. But no. the thing is, is like I, I, will, I wanted to have this discussion because we weren't able to talk about it because we haven't done redacted name yet. So I, I think this was good. I'm still sad. Redacted name. Redacted. You, name. you guys know what I'm talking. No, nope, but I have no I idea know. what you're talking about. I know exactly what he's talking about. I know. I'm, I'm kidding. I know everything that goes on here. You know everything. I know everything. Wow. Actually, a little too accurate. Um, okay, so we've been recording for about half an hour for the recording. I think we got like a half an hour during a normal show. That probably means we should wrap up, shouldn't it? Kind of had you in the two halves is kind of screwing with me, but I think yeah. rather be safe than sorry rather than do like a two-hour episode, as much fun as that would be, and it was probably on track to do that. But clipping it together, we can bring up some of these conversations for next week, introduce with eSports and my recap of All-Stars and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, anything we else we want to wrap up? Otherwise, tonight was, tonight was a good episode. I'll yeah. taking out the streaming episode. I'm the besides, streaming issues. Yeah. Besides that, uh, no, I'll save. I'll save the one thing I wanted to add for next week. I, I'm, I could go on a bit of a tangent about it, but I'm not going to. So, Dylan, you good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Well, thank you all for again for you that have supported us for so long and all that kind of stuff. That I said at the top of the show, and for yeah, it's the hiatus. We're coming back. We're just kind of just having fun these next couple of weeks. We're still talking sports to here and there. If something big comes up, of course, we're still going to cover it. But really, we just want to have fun. So if you guys have questions, you have topics, anything like that, you want to come in and chat and just ask us stupid stuff, well, we're here to talk about that. Pre-show, post-show, all that kind of stuff. So we're just starting to have fun and make it last these last couple of weeks before we do take that break and come back in 2020. But with that, that will wrap up this week's episode of Project Esports. Follow us on the platform, blah, blah, blah. You know all that stuff. Poppedoff.com, we do other really cool content. Make sure to go check that out because we will be keeping up with that during the break and doing our other shows. But with that, as always, I'm Andrew. I'm James. I'm Dylan. And thank you for listening, watching the Project Esports podcast for December 2nd, 2019, and for all of your support over the years. We will see you guys next week.